WebmasterRadio.fm would like to thank you for listening to the SEO Rockstars. Whether you're a first-generation SEO or a newbie, you will rock with the best SEOs on the planet when you download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Download every SEO Rockstar show since 2004 right to your phone. For those white hats and black hats jamming and spamming with the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we salute you. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Transmitting from WebmasterRadio.fm World Headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock stars. All right, everyone. Welcome to the SEO Rockstars. It is uh, originally this this episode is originally recorded on October 9, two thousand twelve, and my name is Chris Boggs. I'm your host today, and my co-host Darren Babin will be joining us in just a moment. Uh, I am the director of Search and Media Thought Leadership at Rosetta, and also chairman of Sempo. Uh, glad to be here today. Glad we're getting a show going again today. Darren, how you doing, buddy? Doing well, my friend. How, how are you? I'm doing quite well. Which part of the world is Darren in today? Well, today Darren is in Central Texas. We uh, we are actually in the backyard, the Texas A&M Aggies, and uh, not here for any other reason other than uh, the um, the fact that my sister is getting married on Saturday, so I'm, I'm sending all my props and love out to my sister uh, and dedicate the show to her. <laughs> nice. Well, everyone knows that weddings are fun. And speaking of weddings, let's think of a good seg about, and maybe we can uh, shift into our first topic today. Uh, recently, conductor... Um, as many of you may know, which is an enterprise SEO tool, uh, did some research together with Search Engine Watch, and they presented this research at Conductor's recent C3 conference. Uh, They uh, polled about 616, uh, either 616 or 617, Search Engine Watch readers about the state of the SEO industry. And one of the main goals of this research was to gauge the extent to which SEO is maturing in the organization. For anyone that's in our live chat room, I'll go ahead and uh, uh, drop a link in there to this article from Search Engine Watch written by Nathan Safran uh, and was actually published today. So let's uh, talk about this, Darren. Uh, this, first of all, is a great study. Uh, you know, one of the things that I personally have been kind of on the pulpit and and uh, beating the hammer or banging the drum about is getting SEO implemented, right? And and uh, those of us that have been doing SEO for years understand that 
you know, sometimes even only just a quarter or a third of the battle is actually creating the most effective SEO strategic recommendations, uh, whereas the real part of the battle lays in actually getting them implemented, uh, first approved by the clients, uh, which can happen sometimes relatively quickly, but then implemented. And uh, in the past, We've really talked about um, the lack of really senior leadership's involvement in SEO. It's been considered a very tactical uh, sort of uh, granular type of tactic, and uh, often SEO gets lumped into something that IT does. I mean, I know that SEO has has kind of towed or towed the line between IT and marketing for some years, um, but I think there's some great stuff in here. If you look at one of the uh, um, one of the, the, the charts that's cited in the article, um, it, the question is, in the past 12 months, how, if at all, has your executive team's familiarity with your SEO business and metrics changed? And 63% said it increased, and 35% said it say the same. So that's a great sign, right? Because if the executive team is familiar with SEO business metrics, that means that they're starting to think about it, and they're probably going to give more time towards helping uh, make sure that people approve recommendations and actually implement the recommendations. What do you think, Darren? Chris, yeah, I got to like. I, I think I got to ask the bigger question in this, and, and say what 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 do you think the catalyst was with these? You know, with this particular segment of, of, you know, executives out there who, who suddenly in the last 12 months decided they needed to become educated, right? Did that, did, did that come from, you know, the agencies that are servicing them and the agencies have raised enough questions that now, you know, these executive teams are, you know, instead of looking back and forth at each other with blank stares and looking like, you know, a deer with headlights in their eyes, I, I think potentially this, you know, this is now so prevalent, and, and there's, you know, not only you know agencies on the outside, but you know, companies have hired people to come, you know, come in in house and and to to do their SEO in house, but yet that still comes with a lot of of you know, tug of war for the poor guy or gal that gets hired to do this. Because they typically, some type of education needs to be rolled up into the executive team to get the type of buy-off required a lot of times for the SEO to get their jobs done. What do you think? Yeah, it's a great point. And I, and I think, you know, one of the things that's kind of in parentheses in this article is that, <coughs> excuse me, it says we've spoken with some SEOs at a larger enterprise that spend 50% of more or more of their time on education and evangelism. So you're exactly right. And to me, though, you know, that's one part. But frankly, from my own personal experience, and, and I'm not on a lot of, uh, a lot of like day-to-day -day client accounts anymore in my role here at Rosetta, but I still obviously very closely interact with our SEO directors uh, that I helped to grow into their roles. And I still act as sort of a mentor to some of the SEO team members. And one of the things that, you know, we found over the years and that's been drilled into my head is that in order to make an executive listen, you have to show him the money, right, or show her the money. And what we've been doing very 
you know, I, I guess you could say it's just slow and steady wins the race, right? And we may not necessarily drive uh, as immediate and measurable impact as paid search sometimes does. Uh, but when you look at it over a six-month and a one-year time frame and you see your year-over-year growth and you see the kind of metrics such as, for example, Let's say a paid search average cost of a lead is about $75 that a particular client may be paying. Uh, if you can I- institute and implement an SEO program that brings that average cost of a lead down for SEO, uh, even including you know some of the sort of, I guess, amortization of the cost and all that stuff that makes it difficult to exactly calculate what the cost of SEO is and ROI, uh, you can still really raise some eyebrows when you say, hey, our cost per acquisition is actually down at $20 and paid search is at 75 Now, I'm not sitting here trying to argue that you should drop paid search or do SEO or do only SEO. Um, there's plenty of other studies and we've shown ourselves too that by dropping paid search completely, you're actually hindering your chances in SEO. Uh, nothing to do with your rankings, but more so uh, having that second sort of brand visibility there, especially in various different areas of the purchase funnel. But to me, it's the numbers. It's the business numbers and it's the I mean, that one example of bringing a, a cost per acquisition down from 75 to 20, uh, that's, that's obviously going to talk. And then when you talk about traffic, uh, you, know, you know, as Alan Iverson would say, you know, we're talking about traffic here. And, and, and that's what SEOs can really do there too, right? We can drive traffic. Uh, then you're going to get into, you know, as executives start to get into it, you're going to get t- difficult questions as well, like maybe you're driving a ton of traffic, but it turns out that a lot of that traffic is not as qualified as they'd like it to be, right? Uh, things like that, but just getting them into the conversation and also getting them uh, to essentially know that the money that they're spending on SEO is, is returning well for them, that is the key to get them interested. And then once they're interested, uh, you know, it's probably in most cases a good thing, but in some cases a bad thing because they might start wanting to try to micromanage it. And that I think also, you, you know, look, in my opinion, if you get an executive team that goes from zero to micromanagement, well, you know, fine, okay. You know, the only way to win the game is to actually be on the field. And I think the point of, of, you know, being on that field and then further refining what the, that executive team knows by virtue of their own perspective and helping to shape that to, to help guide, right, not only them and their intent, but that overall corporate direction to hit those goals that everybody's hoping for. And in the face of that micromanagement, actually still being able to succeed and get ahead um, with what you're trying to do for your, your, your firm, your brand, your company. I think that's very, very important. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it ties in too with, with, uh, you know, there's micromanaging and there's also, uh, helpful management, right? And, and I think that the other, uh, chart that was highlighted in the Search Engine Watch article today, uh, again, October 9, 2012, um, was that, um, here's the chart. It says, thinking about how enabled you are in your organization to make changes and influence people that impact your natural search visibility, how, if at all, has it changed in the last one month? And 71% of, of these, uh, you know, 600 plus, uh, 
of participants said that they're either much more enabled or more enabled than they were in the past. And, and that's a key right there because once the executives have the visibility into it, I think that everyone along that whole chain is probably less likely to either through laziness or having something else to do or to some sort of dislike for SEO uh, is going to be less likely to act as an impediment uh, in, in the road towards process, right? Uh, once you have that executive buy-in and, and the people that are on the IT team hear the CMO uh, and maybe even the CTO agreeing on something in a big meeting about the importance of, uh, you know, speeding up the site uh, to help with, uh, you know, compared to uh, your competitors, your site speed, for example, you know, the more stuff that comes in like that into those kinds of meetings, the more likely you're going to be enabled all along that chain there in terms of uh, implementing stuff. So uh, any comments on that before we go to break? Yeah, I have one comment to make, and I think this, is, this, this nicely summarizes this. Being ignorant is empowering. Being educated is empowering. Do with it what you will. You broke up a little bit there. I think you said uh, being ignorant is... Is empowering, and being educated is empowering. Do okay, what and you be, will. being ignorant was what? Empowering. They're both empowering. You oh, they're can, both empowering. Yeah, in your ignorance, you can sit there and absolutely be staunch in your ignorance, and your ignorance will actually reflect your bottom line. However, education, uh, the same. This, the same empowerment that, that exists on the other side of the coin is absolutely true. And education, especially for an executive team that has the ability to, to roll downhill in a positive manner, the, the, the types of side-offs that teams need to do to make positive impacts on a company's you know, corporate website with, with respect to search is something that is absolutely empowering. I would encourage you, examine both. Great. Well, you know, we're going to take a break now, Darren, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about a few more subjects today. Um, there we go. Listening to the SEO Rockstars exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. 
Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Sit back down, get ready for some more SEO rock stars. Uh, next topic. Um, let's move along to good old Twitter. Twitter and Google had this awesome little love affair for a little while um, where Google had a direct API, a.k.a. pipeline access to Twitter. And I love it because I used to be able to um, go post something on Twitter and then uh, literally a minute later do a search for my name and that post would be up. So if there was like about to be maybe the Redskins were about to play the Cowboys in football and I could say, oh, the Cowboys suck and so do all their fans. Um, and then I could send that link to a search for my name to my friend, my Cowboy fan friends. And, uh, you know, they could be amazed and wow. And I still use this in examples and sort of the power of real-time search that Google sort of wielded with having this input. Uh, now, you know, unfortunately, uh, that uh, real-time uh, act- um, access uh, was taken away. Uh, and, um, you know, for some time now, um, you know, that ended in July uh, 2011. Uh, for some time now, uh, you know, there's been the uh, ability to find content from Twitter uh, within Google search results, but it's just not the same as it was. Now, um, over at Search Engine Land, Matt McGee has re- written a couple recent articles, uh, one from back on uh, September 27th, where he talked about um, Twitter changing its robot's text file to actually allow search uh, directory pages to appear within the search results. Uh, so that's obviously one point of conversation there. Is that good or bad? Uh, and then just yesterday, Matt also posted, uh, yesterday being October 8, 2012, uh, Matt posted a article about a profile directory of all user accounts that uh, um, that 
Twitter has included. Now, the argument, um, or the, I guess the premise of these articles, is that uh, that Twitter is trying to become more search friendly, uh, and and it's sort of an SEO play, both of these things for them. So let's first talk about the robots text file for a moment. Uh, you know, one of the questions in the article, and and I'm curious as to your thoughts, uh, Darren, is that you know historically Google has come out against people allowing uh, search results to be indexed. This was especially pertinent for uh, e-commerce sites uh, that uh, you know that were getting these uh, their own internal search results pages indexed, and it was causing a search within a search within a search. I guess so. Google's never liked that. Uh, but in in the case of Twitter, uh, opening that up, they want it so that let's say, for example, London Olympics comes up or something like that. Uh, they're hoping that by allowing their search results pages for something like a, a hashtag London Olympics or or so on and so forth, and then maybe if a bunch of people would link to it, uh, that the idea is that maybe a Twitter search uh, would show up in, in the search results. So uh, first of all, what do you think about that tactic, Darren? You know, I find this, I find this tactic somewhat interesting. Um, you know, I, I think this is, you know, I think it's a little early to say how all this is going to shake out, of course, because, you know, uh, I, 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 I have seen, you know, for years past, um, you know, all things search is fickle in my mind, right? Things change like the wind. And in looking at this change, you know, I think this is a very interesting change. I, I absolutely remember, you know, uh, it, the API plugin and, and that impact, I'm with you. I think that was awesome. Looking at this change and looking at, at, at Twitter, you know, basically opening the, opening the door into the content-based search results, you know, I think that's interesting. Do I think, you know, there's going to be, um, you know, is that going to be a tremendous, um, you know, boost for people? Uh, I, I, I don't necessarily think so. Not yet. Um, you know, because I think just as easily as Twitter makes that accessible, just as easily Google can, you know, can dial down, you know, the impact of, of you know, those particular results within the SERPs. But I'm not so certain that this is a big to do. Um, I think it's early yet. I, I think it's uh, I think it's an interesting move on on the part of of Twitter. You know, by all means, for those of us that you know are highly uh, into the social side of things, and definitely put a, a strong focus on social signals and the tie to your your organic search campaigns. Does this mean that you should absolutely be looking towards how to, you know, maximize your content through Twitter, um, you know, for for your overall, you know, organic, you know, pop there? Um, is it early? Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that this could tie into eventually, although. I doubt it, uh, because Google obviously would prefer to use Google Plus in that slot, is that there could be some knowledge graph implications here as well, um, you know, especially if they were able to trust a particular source of data, I think, or a particular account, um, you know, or uh, potentially if uh, enough searches happen and enough activity happens around a particular topic that uh, that could 
work its way in. I'm sure that they've thought about stuff like that. But so, so I agree with that. Now let's shift to the other part of the topic, and that is, um, what about this profile directory? Now, as many people know, as probably a lot of people know that are listening to this show, directories have had their own place in the world of SEO for some time. In fact, I used to say, and and I think to some degree I could probably still say. Uh, thanks to the ongoing existence of the Yahoo directory, that the best $299 you can spend on a year uh, in, during the year in SEO is to actually get a directory listing within Yahoo. And the reason being is because Google trusts the Yahoo directory. They know that it's human edited. They know that the sites or the pages that are getting put in there are going to be classified in the right category. Now, from my understanding, this Twitter directory is just going to be a user a profile directory of all user accounts now if they were to go in you know to me when i first hear that and and i see and this by the way is being talked about again at search engine land um, <laughs> excuse me when i see the examples that search engine land pulled up uh I find that it looks like it's just a bunch of random, uh, you know, directory profiles. Uh, so there's uh, Twitter slash user directory, so on and so forth. To me, that's not helpful for a search engine unless it becomes actually categorized, right? So perhaps, um, you know, perhaps th there's a need there, or, or what do you think? I mean, do you think just simply opening, creating this profile, this directory of profiles, is going to somehow help from an SEO perspective? Personally, I think that's retarded, like you, right? What are they doing with that? Ultimately, they're driving a bot down into a given profile and then allowing that, you know, the, 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 the updates, the status updates inside of the profile to, to get crawled ad nauseum. Okay, great. You know, what is that ultimately going to do with respect to the relevance of the directory it sits in? Again, Chris, I think you're right. If there's no categories, you know, it, 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 there's there's no contextual relevance from the get-go. It's just here. Here's the smattering of, of you know, usernames. Go get it. Go crawl it. And here's but another me, white page. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. To me, it's just like here's the smattering of bullshit. Please, someone come and index this. Well, we're, like, what's what's the rhyme or reason to grabbing this stuff and putting it in the index? To me, this is making yourself that much more irrelevant to the engine, right? Why? To me, I I find that to be a no-no. I would think you know that just you're putting up a directory of of BS, in my opinion. That's just me. But, you know, there may be someone out there with a differing opinion that sees some validity to it. Obviously, the folks at Twitter do. But I think, I think ultimately, if you, you know, if you follow best practices in, in search as a white hat, everybody knows. It's been drilled into us repeatedly and repeatedly. You need to be relevant. You need to be relevant. And I think creating a, a non-relevant directory of n n profile names does no good to the index. And in, in my opinion, it dilutes it, it muddies it, and, and all it is basically is 
here. Here's some link bait, right? Here's here's some links for you to go and sneak down and crawl until you get and until you can't crawl no more. To me, there's no value in it, and I I think ultimately, exactly. You know, I think I think I think you'll see something come from Google in response to that by saying, you know, why are you doing that? There's no value whatsoever to this. There's not a value to the end user, not a value to us. We're not going to crawl it. Yeah, and that's you're exact. I mean, I totally agree. What's the what's the value for Google to spend its resources on crawling all those? Especially, you know, how many? I mean, I get probably. 20 and uh, maybe 10 to 15 percent of people that follow me are just spam accounts, right? And they end up disappearing. Um, what's the value of Google indexing those? There is none. Uh, anyway, um, I think that uh, we all agree on that. Uh, let's take one more break and then we're going to come back and talk about the death of SEO. We've all kn- we've all known it was coming. Oh my God! Is it dead? Oh! You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of Internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to myseotool.com. Myseotool.com. Start your search engine and put your servers into overdrive. It's webmasterradio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. 
Okay, um, we're going to start now with a brief moment of silence for SEO. If you could please bow your head with me. SEO has died. It's not funny. It really I can't isn't funny. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we get this every few years or every few months, right? Some somebody that wa- ironically wants a bunch of links pointed to their site, right? Says blog post and says SEO is dead, and of course all the SEOs are like, "Oh, you idiot!" Blah 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 blah. Let me link to you <laughs> while I while I trash you for your opinion, and lo and behold, they get a ton of value from it, and they're like, <laughs> So uh, in this case, we had uh, it was actually pretty interesting. Uh, we had an article at uh, the Guardian, uh, which, uh, as everyone probably knows, is a uh, newspaper, in, um, and and why is it not opening for me? Uh, in the UK, in the and UK. Uh, yeah. we had um, we have um, I don't know why this link is. Listen, not it was a it was this pinhead from from a UK agency called Jellyfish. His name's Matto, and now you're a pinhead, buddy. Uh, however. If you get the links that you were hoping for, fine. You, you succeeded. But, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, this is just, this is, this is a, a repeat of what has all long since, you know, gone past. And, and the, 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 the thought of SEO is dead. Right? Well, okay, some interesting sort of, of, you know, notes with respect to why he would even remotely think that. I gotta say, it just this this wasn't really thought, you know, through in my opinion. And and mobile, mobile, and and of course, you know the um, you know this all new the, the Google glasses, which aren't even out yet, by the way. Um, you know, does not impact search for SEOs yet. It doesn't. So you know, to try and say this. Right now is is kind of asinine, and 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 for for those who don't realize that you can actually perform SEO in a mobile world, you're a little behind the eight ball. Yeah, and I think it's funny too because if you look at the uh, social media activity around, and 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 just to be clear, so the Guardian published this this article by Matt Owen, and it got a whopping forty five. Uh, Facebook shares and 34 tweets. I'm kind of surprised it actually got 24 Google Plus ones, which is, you know, from a <laughs> percentage basis compared to the tweets and the shares. That right there should be a clue that something is amiss. Uh, so that was on Friday, September 14, that that was posted. And then uh, they essentially retracted the article. Uh, Chris Pitt posted an article on Wednesday the 26th of September, um, which has 72, 73 in terms of shares and tweets, but it's, it's essentially retracting the previous article saying SEO is not dead, long, long live SEO. So, you know, without going into the details, and, and, and for anyone that really wants to go out and read about uh, SEO being dead, you know, I think Danny Sullivan recently wrote a great article that kind of summarizes why, you know, this happens every once in a while and people think that SEO is dead or they want to write something about it being dead. Uh, but let's just, you know, cut to the chase. Uh, Darren, is SEO ever going to die? It's never going to die. I mean, it's not going to die. In fact, the way technology is evolving, um, the one thing you can count on is a search box 
plastered inside of your technology, period. It's not going away. It's, it's simply the, the technology that wraps around that box may change. The way that box interacts with data and how it gets delivered to you may change, but the ability for a human being to muster up intent and to form a word around said intent, that word has to go someplace, whether you speech to text that into a box or you type it. It's, it's not going to And let's say the box goes away and now you're just speaking it. You're still speaking your intent by virtue of key words to have that sent to an algorithm to determine the best type of results and from which database to parse and pull and hand you what you're looking for. It is still search, folks. SEO will never die, plain and simple. Thank you. You heard it from the master, someone that's been doing SEO for years and years and years and years. We, you know, even I've been doing it for quite some time, and I, I agree with the uh, with that statement. I mean, their SEO is going to continue to evolve, and I've written about it ad nauseum. So, uh, I think it was worth just giving you know an example, since this is the SEO rock stars, and uh, an example of yet another one of these kind of little blow ups about SEO is dead. So, let's focus, hopefully, as an industry on. Uh, you know, tying it back to our very first topic that we talked about today um, on how do we prove to the executives, the decision makers, as well as the people that have influence on getting stuff implemented, the importance of SEO and how it needs to tie in together with the importance of user experience, user comfort. And I think that if we consider those two things, uh, we're going to continue to have a job. I mean, people, you know, will, like you said, there's always going to be a search box. Even Siri needs something to go back and look at, right? So if there becomes Siri optimization or whatever it is, uh, there needs to be a very clear understanding of every digital asset that you have out there, whether it be a text HTML page or anything else. It needs to be made to be foundable, and that's what SEO is all about. So I want to thank Chris, everyone for joining us. Go ahead. Yeah, Chris, the very, final, the very final sentence there that Chris wrote in that article, what remains is that there will always be a need for search. If it can be searched, it can be optimized. That's right. Great point. So this has been SEO Rockstars on October 9, 2012. Thanks for joining us, and uh, hopefully we'll be back next week with you once again. This is Chris Boggs with Darren Babin. See you next time. See you later, folks. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.